Welcome to Shujin Academy VGM Club. I'm Professor Tom, your faculty sponsor. That song was Select from the GG Shinobi, one of the Game Gear entries into Sega's venerable ninja franchise. It was composed by Yuzo Koshiro. This is my fourth and final entry into the Masters of VGM series, where all your favorite VGM podcasters are spending June, and in my case, part of July, doing episodes devoted to our four favorite video game composers. For this one, I'll be talking about the career of the incomparable Yuzo Koshiro. He started studying piano at a very young age with his mother, who was a piano teacher. Little Koshira then moved on to formal lessons, and he spent three years studying under the tutelage of Joe Hisaishi, who went on to compose the soundtracks for the Studio Ghibli films, and that's really impressive. It's kind of like the Japanese version of getting lessons from John Williams. He taught himself how to write music on the PC-88 while he was still in high school, and he sent a demo tape to legendary RPG developers Nihon Falcom, who were so impressed that they hired him straight out of high school. I cannot possibly do Koshiro's career justice in this episode. I try to stay around 75 minutes per episode, and the man is simply too prolific for me to cover in that time. According to Wikipedia, which is also where I pulled his biography, he has full or partial composer credit on 118 separate games, and I'm pretty sure that's the most for any composer I've covered in this series. It may even be more than Yoko Shimomura, Shoji Meguro, and Nobuo Oimatsu combined. I could do three full episodes on Yuzo Koshiro's career and still not cover every major soundtrack he's done. Of everyone I've chosen for Masters of VGM, he is the chiptuniest. While a lot of modern VGM composers have long ago forsaken the old ways of sound chips in favor of full instrumentation, Koshiro has been known to revisit old hardware and compose new songs for it even today. If you follow him on Twitter, it's clear he has a real affection for old sound chips. You could argue that of the Masters of VGM, he's the VGMiest. I've been starting these career retrospective episodes off with important early songs from my featured composers, and I see no reason to do anything differently this time. Koshiro's first major compositions were for Japanese personal computer titles Ease 1, Dragon Slayer 4, Draslay Family, known in North America as Legacy of the Wizard, and Dragon Slayer 5, Sorcerian, so that's where I'm starting today's episode. Ease became a major action RPG franchise for Falcom, and Koshiro's soundtrack set the stage for what's become a rich legacy of sonic excellence from the series. He also worked on the soundtrack for Ease 2 before leaving Falcom to become a freelancer in 1988. I'm going to start off our first music block by playing Dreaming and then Departure from the original Ease for the PC-88. The compilation from which I'm drawing these tracks lists both these songs as the PC-8801 versions, and if my research and inferences are correct, they're actually from a hardware revision for the platform that improved the sound capabilities. I'm choosing these over the original tracks because they sound a little richer. After those songs, I'm going to play some songs from the original MSX release of Dragon Slayer 4, Draslay Family. The Draslay Family name there is spelled D-R-A-S-L-E, and it's a portmanteau of Dragon Slayer, which makes sense because that's the name of the series. This is a Metroidvania game where you play as different members of an adventuring family on a quest to, wait for it, wait for it, slay a dragon. 
We'll hear the Overworld theme, followed by Pochi, which is the song of the family's pet dinosaur thing, and then I'll play All Together Now, which is the game's dungeon theme. I'm going to follow that song up with the same song from the NES port of the game, which came out here in North America under the title Legacy of the Wizard. I think it's interesting to hear what Koshira did with the same song on two different sound chips. Finally, I'll play Castle, Let's Meet Here, from the PC-88 release of Dragon Slayer V, Sorcerian. And I have to say that Sorcerian is quite the title. It's like a combination of Sorcerer and Barbarian, which sounds like the best possible min-max character combination in an RPG. Here's the music.
Moving into the 16-bit era, Koshiro began creating soundtracks that established him as one of the preeminent composers of the age. Way back in episode 4, which was all about ninjas, I played some songs from Koshiro's soundtrack for Revenge of Shinobi, and I'm going to play some more songs from it on this episode because it's a great soundtrack. I'll start off this next music block with the game's opening theme, then I'll play The Shinobi, the Stage 1 theme. While Koshiro is perceived as more of a Sega Genesis composer than an SNES guy, his SNES soundtracks are amazing, with two games really shining as exemplars in the system's library. One of the Super Nintendo games he did was Super Adventure Island. The Adventure Island series began life as a reskinned NES port of the first game in Sega's Wonder Boy franchise, and then they kind of went off in their own direction. All the songs on this soundtrack are great, and it's totally worth checking out. I'm going to play Jungle Chase, which is a good example of the game's sound. This song feels really ahead of its time. I think you could drop it into a lighthearted indie arcade-style title today without any changes, which shows you how influential Koshiro has been. But when you think of the Super Nintendo and Yuzo Koshiro, the soundtrack that comes to mind is his incredible work on ActRaiser. This game sounds amazing. It's a showcase for the symphonic capabilities of the console's sound hardware, and it's mind-blowing to think that ActRaiser was one of the SNES launch titles. For the third song in this block, I'll play the superb Birth of the People, which is used in the game's town-building sequences. And there's also one other game that I want to cover in this segment. In my book, there are two completely flawless game soundtracks. One of them is Hideki Okugawa's soundtrack for Street Fighter III Third Strike, and the other one is Yuzo Koshiro's soundtrack for Streets of Rage 2. In case you're not familiar with it, Streets of Rage 2 is a side-scrolling brawler where a couple of ex-cops team up with a hulking professional wrestler and a kid on rollerblades to defeat the evil Mr. X and his syndicate, who run organized crime in the once peaceful metropolis of Wood Oak City. It's the sequel to the original Streets of Rage, which also featured an excellent Koshiro soundtrack, and it is my favorite game in the Genesis library. It's one of the two best brawlers of that genre's golden age, alongside Final Fight, and I think that I have bought it something like seven different times between its its various ports and reissues and whatever, I can always play it if I want to while away a few happy hours punching criminals in the face. The soundtrack for Streets of Rage 2 can stand alone as a techno music album, absent the context of the game, and it achieved recognition within the electronic music world after its release, which is amazing when you consider how maligned video game music was at the time. If there's only one Koshiro soundtrack that I could use to show the whole world how talented this man is, Streets of Rage 2 would be it. I don't think anyone would fault me if I just played the whole soundtrack here and called it a day, but I want to be sure and cover more than one game, so I'll limit myself to ending this block with three songs from Streets of Rage 2. Go Straight, which is the theme for the game's first stage, then Spin on the Bridge, which is the theme from the game's bridge fight level, and finally the slinky Alien Power, which is the theme for a boss fight against an alien at a theme park. Enjoy!
This episode of Shujin Academy VGM Club is sponsored by the X-Syndicate, I mean, Corporation. The X-Corporation is a 100% legitimate business that's one of Wood Oak City's largest employers with interests in construction, entertainment, sanitation, shipping, and more. They're a good family business run by the children of philanthropist founder Mr. X. Ethical operations are the order of the day at X-Corporation, and they definitely don't issue bribes to government regulators or the police. Trust the X Corporation with your future. Okay, I, I did the promo. I get my kids back now, right? All right, uh, I guess we're good.
Now, back to the show. For these Masters of VGM episodes, I've made a point of covering both the well-known works of composers and some of their less famous activity. Looking at the chart that Bedroth has so helpfully compiled at mastersofvgm.com, I see Yuzo Koshiro is one of the top three choices for this series. I've listened to some of the other episodes that my fellow VGM podcasters have done on Koshiro, and we've all covered some similar sonic territory. So now that we've cleaned up the streets of rage, I think it's time to take a little detour and go on an Etrian odyssey. If you're not familiar with the Etrian Odyssey series, they're a set of first-person dungeon-crawling RPGs for the Nintendo DS and 3DS. They're heavily influenced by old dungeon-crawling games like the Wizardry series. As a side note, the Wizardry games were very popular in Japan, and they got a bunch of spin-offs that we did not receive in North America. The Etrian Odyssey games really took advantage of the dual screens of the DS and 3DS. The top screen of the system was used to show your standard first-person dungeon view, and the bottom touch screen could be used as a map of the dungeon, letting you keep track of major hazards and doors and treasure chests. Publisher Atlas also gave them a spin-off series of sorts that used the same gameplay mechanics but the characters in modern world settings of the Persona games instead of a fantasy world. Yuzo Koshiro is the franchise composer for this series, having worked on all six main series titles and the 3DS remakes of the original two games. I haven't heard many of these songs on other podcasts about Koshiro, and all these soundtracks are great, so I'm going to spend a segment showing them off. I thought about how to lay these songs out, and I think I'm going to take us on a little journey here through the first three games in the series. We'll begin the block with Come On, Start the Adventure, the opening theme for Etrian Odyssey 2, and after that we'll alternate between town themes and dungeon themes as we explore the labyrinth and get deeper into our quest. From the original Etrian Odyssey, we'll hear Town the Lounge Where We Speak of Tomorrow and Labyrinth 3, The Thousand-Year-Old Blue Woodlands. After that, I'll play Town the Wind Doesn't Draw Heroes and then Labyrinth 4, Cherry Tree Bridge from Etrian Odyssey 3, Heroes of Lagarde. Finally in this block, I'll play Town, the Ancient Capital Enveloped by the Great Tree, and then the very sinister Labyrinth 3, Cavern of Splendor, from Etrian Odyssey 3, The Drowned City. Here's the music. Have fun exploring the dungeon.
looking through Koshiro's work to research this episode, I learned that he was the franchise composer for the Wangan Midnight Maximum Tune series of arcade racing games. Wangan Midnight is a manga series about street racing, kind of like Initial D, and that's an IP that lends itself well to arcade racers. We haven't seen much of these games in North America, although that might be because racing anime isn't particularly popular here. Anyway, the Maximum Tune games have done well enough that the series has six major entries, although I only recall seeing a Maximum Tune cabinet at an arcade once. This may be because the selection of games in arcades where I live could be charitably described as anemic and less charitably described as a bunch of worthless ticket games for little kids. The Maximum Tune soundtracks are mostly rave and trance tracks, and Koshiro really takes the opportunity to show off his love of those genres. They're great music for driving very fast at night, particularly if you're drift racing in a busy metropolis, or if you just want to feel like you're drift racing in a busy metropolis. I'll kick off this last block of songs with Rival and Course Select Max 1 version from Wangan Midnight Maximum Tune 2, and I'll follow it up with Endless Run from Wangan Midnight Maximum Tune 6. In the last segment, we covered the Etrian Odyssey games, and I mentioned they had a spin-off of sorts that uses the trappings of the Persona series. If you follow me on Twitter, or if you checked out episode 14 of this show on Persona franchise composer Shoji Megaro, you know that I absolutely love Persona. The hybrid spin-off series is called Persona Q, and Yuzo Koshiro contributed a song to the first Persona Q game called Disturbances the One Called from Beyond. Because of all the brand synergies involved here, I've gotta play it, so we'll hear it after the Maximum Tune tracks. I like how Koshiro's gone along with the brassy rock style that's used in some of the Persona songs. And lastly, although Yuzo Koshiro is the composer most associated with the Streets of Rage franchise, he wasn't the primary composer for Streets of Rage 4, the Resurrection entry released in 2020. But that game's soundtrack does feature multiple guest composer slots, and Koshiro was chosen for one of them. He contributed five songs to the game, and I'll finish this block up with They're Back, which is the first stage theme. I like how this calls back to Go Straight from Streets of Rage 2. You can look at it as Koshiro's well-earned victory lap, and it's a good place to end our last music segment.
That's the show. If you want to reach me, you can email me at shujinacademyvgmclub at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at shujinvgmclub and on Instagram at shujinacademyvgmclub. Please leave me a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're finding this episode. If you've enjoyed this episode and you like Yuzo Koshiro, Brian and Bedroth over at the BG Mania podcast actually did an interview with him as part of the Masters of VGM event. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check that episode out. Special thanks go out to Bedroth of the Very Good Music Podcast and everyone else who set up the Masters of VGM project and all the podcasters who have participated. You can follow the project's Twitter account at Masters of VGM or visit our website at mastersofvgm.com to see all the participating podcasts and episodes released to date. Special thanks also goes out to Jameson of Bar Silence Podcast for contributing art for this episode. You can and should find Bar Silence Podcast wherever you download podcasts, and you can find him on Twitter at Bar Silence VGM. I've put a lot of time into these Masters of VGM episodes, this one in particular. I was familiar with some of Yuzo Koshiro's work before I set out to do this episode, but I hadn't realized how absolutely prolific the man was until I looked at his discography. I knew some of these soundtracks featured here already, but to make sure I got this episode right, I took the time to listen to at least 10 Koshiro soundtracks I'd never heard before. This is the most work I've ever put into an episode, and I appreciate you listening to it. After all this work, though, I'm planning on taking a sabbatical, so we'll have a special guest host for our next episode. I've got one more song to play us out with. When Sega released the Sega Genesis Mini console, they asked Koshiro to put the menu music together. He went back to the original Genesis sound hardware and put together a medley of classic Genesis songs from the original Sonic the Hedgehog, Thunder Force 3, Echo the Dolphin, Super Fantasy Zone, Landstalker, Gunstar Heroes, Comic Zone, and Fantasy Star 4. I'll end this episode with this awesome medley. Thank you for listening. I'm Professor Tom, and I'll see you next time on Shujin Academy VGM Club. Thank you.